Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. I'm here with the amazing, lovely Chloe Tracos. Chloe is an award-winning filmmaker. She also is currently starring in The Righteous Gemstones with John Goodman, Danny McBride, uh, Adam Devine. Also, her new film, Introducing Jodea, it's available to watch now. Yes, it's available on Amazon, iTunes, all the major platforms. Yep. I have already seen it and I loved it. It's out as a pretty woman-esque type story, except you're not a hooker. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, But to be fair, the character of Jodea, she is, she is a hustler. She's hustling. Oh yeah. She's a hustler. She, um, yeah, she, um, she, she will do anything. Um, but yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's a, yeah, she, but yeah, she's, um, you know, a wannabe actress. Right. And a lot of people in LA and New York and Atlanta, in Miami, every, all these struggling people that in the creative field, this film will, will resonate with them because you're right. She, she works at the takeout. She works at the ramen shop where, you know, anything and everything to try to get your foot in the door. And you finally do not to spoil, but you finally do get your foot in the door and kind of muck it up. So <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can relate that you finally, what you think might not necessarily be your big shot, but your, your step on the staircase towards the big shot and you just you right. killed, died in a bad way. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yes. No, for sure. I mean, and, that, and that's what I'm hoping people will, um, you know, see it and be able to relate to it and be, you know, that that's, you know, that, that that's the idea. Yeah. And I love the idea. Well, it's, it's, um, I don't know how to pronounce the actor's name and I apologize. Jeff Coppage. Coppage. Yep. I mean, I think I'm saying it right, Coppage. I've never, <laughs> it's never corrected me. So I just presume I am. Yep. There you go. He played of Zach, this down on his luck, just out of rehab uh, filmmaker. Yes. And the film that he's working on is supposed to be his re-entry mm-hmm. in that beautiful Hollywood limelight. The lead actress is his wife. Yes. So to speak, because she's not very wifely. And yes. it's just, right, a lot of drama and some things happen and Jodea gets gets a chance. Yes. And what I loved about it is I think that you're beautiful, but the way it's laid out, or Isabella, yes, supposed to be the classic Hollywood leading lady. Right, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in Jodea, who's beautiful as well, you, you know, charming awkward (laughs) (laughs) that's one way of putting it yep (laughs) just just a a bit of a hot mess with all the right intentions but a hot mess nonetheless yes can't throw a punch to save her life yes (laughs) and the concept is that zach is going to in a week Mm -hmm. get her up to the standards of what people think should you know be a leading lady also is a great message i'm always finding messages like in films that are sometimes meant to just be entertaining, but it really is a message that, you know, the standards might need to change. The standards yeah. might get reexamined. Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Yep. No, I'm I, I'm thrilled you you watched it and you know that it meant so much to you. That's um that's very flattering. Thank you. It's I don't think this word is always used in a positive way, but it's a cute movie. That's that's yeah. No, I I, I I'm I. I I get that. Yeah. It's very like lighthearted 
you can also still see there's there's a part Jodea has a habit of being escorted off of premises. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she seems to take it in stride. She's like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm going. But there is a point uh, in the film where you see that this time it kind, kind of got to her. This time it was like, you know what? You guys are escorting me out. When is it my right. when, I, when When can I call security on somebody? Right, right. And it's yeah. just like a lesson in like taking chances and taking chances on people. Yes, right? yes, yes. And it's like, I think she realizes, even though she's just been escorted from the building, um, she now has a chance because, damn it, she's got one over Zach. He crashed her car and he spelled her name wrong. So mm-hmm. she's going to use that. So <laughs> it's kind of like the the accident kind of gave her that spur of, no, I'm going back in there and I'm going to I'm going to sort this out. Right. And a lot of a lot of times in life, it's I don't know if we call them happy accidents, but it is something slightly catastrophic or majorly catastrophic that leads to an avenue mm-hmm. and your car in the film is a character on its own <laughs> isn't it funny yes it's a <laughs> my producer got us that he was a um I was just talking about him in an interview I did earlier but he was a, a wonderful guy um and literally everything I needed I'd say Lou I need us a restaurant you'd get us a restaurant I need a film studio I need a really old car preferably one with the doors don't work got us that he was um but the one thing with that car which is funny is in the scene when I'm escorted off Zach's set by the two guards the part um the guard grabs I think it's the guard who grabs the door handle and it actually comes off and that actually came off on shot and shot and then he hands it to me and then the director (laughs) went with that cut because it actually it worked really well it added to the humor but yeah this the the car was falling apart well yeah and you couldn't plan that I mean how many take to to get the doorknob Oh yeah, exactly. No, that, that was just pure by, that was just by chance. And it was just, yeah, it was so funny the way it worked out, especially, you know, the way he, he handed it to me at the end, like, there you go, miss, there's your door handle, go away now. Um, Fully in character. Yes. Like, oh my God, that wasn't supposed to happen. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. So you wrote this, yes? yes? Yes. And directed? No, I didn't direct. I wrote, I acted. It was directed by John Cohen. Um, he's a very dear friend of mine. We go way back. He's directed, um, he directed my very first movie in Australia. And he, um, he's someone I could trust with the project because he worked with me on the script and he's, um, I mean, he's mostly known for horrors, but that's because horror is where the money is, but he's always, he's got a great eye for romantic comedy and he's got a great, um, he's written some great romantic comedy scripts. So I knew he would be perfect for this. And also because for him, it was, you know, a project that wasn't a horror. So um, he was happy to do it. And it has to be kind of like a little refreshing drink in between. Right. You know, you're, you're doing shots of tequila. Let me, ha- let me have a glass of water. Or right, lemon- right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. And like you said, it is available to watch right now, but also you're a busy lady because you're in production for season three of the Righteous Gemstones, which this show I think it's so time appropriate. If people don't know, the Righteous Gemstones is this family uh, called the Gemstones, and it's this televangel, televangel, well, televangelist. <laughs> I can't even say it. Televangelist. There we go. Father and sons and their spouses and their children and his deceased wife, who who. who um, is gone before the first season, but she's referenced a lot. And it seems like uh, the wife, Amy Lee, seemed to have maybe kept uh, Eli 
in check. Yes, yes. Her, her heart was actually for God and for serving. You know, right. how, how we want religion and Christianity and to be, right? Right, and, right. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And Eli straddles this line of trying to stick with what his beloved Amy Lee wanted, but also that money's coming in, honey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> and the kids are rotten, first of oh, all. Oh, they, they're hilarious. <laughs> yes, they're so corrupt. Um, but we see what I like about them is that they there for each other. You know, mm-hmm. when push comes to shove, they stick together. And that's kind of, um, that's, I think, what makes them likable. <laughs> you know, they're very technically unlikable, but well, we love watching them because they're hilarious. But they, they, they have each other's back when they need to. Right. That, and that's what's so great. It shows like the Righteous Gemstones and shows like, I would say, like Schitt's Creek. Yes. You're like, oh my God. But you're right. When it, when it comes to it, family's family and they're there for each yes. other. Mm-hmm. Even if it's driving around a parking lot at 2 a.m. trying to run over some blackmailers. Yes. <laughs> or the, uh, the one I love was when with Walton Goggins and John Goodman, when they were about to be robbed in the mall and they made the thieves run out naked. <laughs> that was just, they sided together. It was hilarious. By the way, is uh, your husband on the show? Is yeah. that right? Baby, baby Billy, baby Billy Freeman is Amy Lee's uh, brother, and he's kind of that washed-up child actor. Yes, uh, and you are the sweet, innocent, naive wife. Uh, he's had three wives before me. Ugh. Fourth time's a charm. <laughs> well, no, then he goes on, and then I think they're about. There's another one, and then there's Tiffany. Um, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. so he has. Um, he has his way with you know. He he's definitely a, a womanizer. Well, and honestly, that is on uh, that type of, and not career, that type of lifestyle yes. in today's world. It's it's true. I mean, I was, not to get off track, but I was watching this show. Um, I was trying to do a review on it, and I couldn't because the show actually, nothing against the show. It was just the subject matter gave me such a headache. I said, I can't oh. do this. I have to stay with more lighthearted, positive things, but there's this show called, um, it was like accidents, suicide or murder or something like that. Oh, and it was this womanizing, uh, Methodist reverend and don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not shading on religion or Christians or any religions at all. I'm just saying he had killed his first wife. He had killed his second wife. The husband of the next woman he had his eye on mysteriously died. And I was like, my gosh, just get a divorce. I'm like, what is going on? But it's, it is reflective about society. Like people take the evil easy way out sometimes. Uh, Baby Billy did. We're just saying it, that is what's great about um, television shows is when they take current events or things that are actually happening in the world. And, 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 and especially with the gemstones when they can actually make them funny. That's mm-hmm. I think the world needs to laugh you know, like what we've been through with COVID and everything. I think comedy is important, but yeah, no, thankfully he doesn't kill me. He just abandons me in a pet store. So, um, well, I mean, it could be worse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least you had the animals. You're coming so, back. Gloria is going to have some things to do and say, we can't talk about it, but I'm guessing that you're going to have, I mean, if they're bringing the fourth wife back and he's on number six, yeah. there's going to be drama. I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I actually don't know any, I mean, I've never seen anything other than the episode I'm in. So I can't, um, I don't know anything, but I just, what I say to everyone is, I mean, Danny McBride was dropping hints the other day. He gave an interview. I think it was, I think it was a Hollywood reporter, reporter, but yeah. So um, that's uh, something to look at. He hints at 
yep so it's um but it, I, I think it'll be a fun season it's always it's a fun show and um you know seasons one and two were hilarious so yeah um, I was cry laughing with the parking lot scene and I'm like oh my god not reverse not reverse <laughs> I know it was so funny when they were <laughs> that was so it's so wrong and just so <laughs> funny but it's just you're you're just laughing and yeah it, it is so funny I think that's what and again, people listening, we're speculating. We're not talking about what's going on because we don't know. But Danny McBride is so good. And like the, um, the previous projects that he's been involved with or yeah. created, just poking, poking fun at it. Mm. But actually, like pointing at it as well, if that makes sense. It's like, yeah, we're joking about this, but I kind of want you to pay attention because this is this is what actually is going yeah. down. It's, yeah, it's, it's he's, he's very funny and he's, you know, he's a phenomenal actor and um you know, his portrayal of Jesse Gemstone is just, you know, um, he's just, just hilarious. I was just watching, I was rewatching, uh, I don't remember which episode it was, but it's the one where um, his wife, Cassidy Freeman's character, yes. her little church group or little ladies. Oh, yes, group, her ladies group. And the one was reading the emails between the husband. Oh, yes. And she's telling him later in the bathroom and he's like, I don't know if I can calm down, just like going off on it. And I was like, oh my God, all of these little things make this show so good. Oh yeah. So funny. I know it's yeah. So have you found, you also did a film and I wanted to talk about it. It was called, uh, God, the devil's devil's cove. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that one, but it was a couple years ago, right? Yes. Yes. That was a. 2018. Oh gosh. You do horror, you do comedy, you do romance. That's right. You you do documentaries to talk about that. You grew up ish in Zimbabwe. You were born and raised. How old were you uh, when you had to leave? I just finished high school. So my my whole childhood was um, in Zimbabwe. um, And yeah, I mean, it was a wonderful place to grow up, but it was, um, you know, it was just, you know, I mean, has a lot of political problems and um, yeah. Right. So right. you, so you moved from Zimbabwe to Australia. How long were you in Australia? Um, I don't want to talk too much about that because I, I don't want to talk about anything that's going to give away my age because it's a, uh, um, but yeah, but so like we just, um, my, my parents, we moved to Australia. My parents settled in Perth. Um, I moved to Sydney because that's where the film industry is. And then I was there a few years and made a couple of films there, came over here and, um, and then basically, yeah, so my movie Devil's Cove, that um, uh, that's also that's also available online, um, not as mainstream as Jodea. It's on like the little ones like Tubi TV and stuff. But um, that was my first movie over here. And we um, shot that on ten thousand dollars. And um, and yeah, and then Jodea was my second. Well, you're a young lady. You just got a couple movies under your belt there. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 you kind of just, I mean, you kind of have to do it yourself. You know, it's just, you just have to, I mean, that's just the, what, what I tell everyone, you can't sit and wait for someone to help you, for someone to hand it to you or to say, you know, you have to work out a way to make it happen. Um, you're right. You lose that protection that bigger studios might give you or the marketing or, you know, things right. like that but you gain such control, such creative control. Oh, for sure. And also, I mean, the huge advantage is, well, Devil's Cove movie, which was shot on 10K. Uh, I mean, that one, what we didn't do through the Screen Actors Guild or any unions, obviously. Um, but the, I've already literally made almost all my money back on that, which um, is like, that doesn't happen that easily in big productions if you're an investor on a, you know, it, you know, so... Um, 
you know, so it's, um, th that's, that's another advantage to it. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah, it's true. You kind of, I mean, I've just seen, I know so many people who are, who've come over here and just get dis disillusioned and give it up. And then, um, you know, and, and I couldn't do that. I can't give this up. This is my life. I've wanted to do this my whole life. I'm not gonna, you know, so it's, you, you either make a choice, you either decide, well, I can just either sit here and wait for someone to fund my movie, which might never happen. And I mean, and so many, you know, I mean, there's so many cases where movies, I've seen so many cases. Now, one with just a very dear friend of mine had a movie, which so I still don't know the full details, but it so nearly happened. Like he was so excited. They're about to start shooting and then something happened. I can't remember the money didn't come through or something. And he is just absolutely devastated. Um, and it's, and, and, and this happens all the time it's when you're, especially when you're dependent on other people to invest. I mean, my, I started doing this. I mean, I was, I started in Australia. Um, I mean, I think one of the main reasons I started writing my own films was because the Australia, well, the Australian film industry is very, very small. And especially if you're a woman, there are not that many good roles out there. Um, and so I thought, well, I'll just write my own. So that was kind of um, the start of it. Um, but yeah, so it's very, um, you know, it just, you do, you do just, you, you have to do it yourself. You can't just, um, you know, you can't just wait for someone to help you or someone to just give you that lucky break. Um, you kind of have to make that happen yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I can't tell you, I know two off the top of my head, female filmmakers in Australia, oh, yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yes. It's and I, I guess once you get your film made, Mm. Yeah, I guess there, there's a lot of support from the film industry. Yes. But not really. <laughs> well, well, the one thing I find is that once you've actually started it, once you've said, right, we're shooting with this, people do actually come on board. So my, my first movie that I shot in Australia was, again, was a little low budgeter. But I put together the first initial funds. We started shooting. And then a friend of mine really liked what we were doing. And he was like, okay, I'm, I'll put in another 10,000. So it's kind of, but he, I don't believe he would have done that had I not started things off. So it's kind of like um, when you do things, you, when you start things off, get things going on your own, then people do come and support you. But you kind of, a lot of the time, have to take that initial step yourself. Because um, it's risky. It's, you know, people don't want to invest in something that they're not sure how it's going to turn out. Right. I don't think people are quick to jump to, to financially support an idea. Right. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um, and it's, um, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a tricky thing. Um, you know, although I do know a guy in Australia who's a scriptwriter, and he somehow managed to get and in, get investors to invest in a movie of his, which has still not been made. And I have no idea how he did it. And um, I want to find him and get him to talk to some investors for me, because he clearly has the gift of the gap. But um, see, I actually, I will deliver. That's the thing. Um, anyone who knows me knows that I will get the movie made. But um, yeah, you just need to get in the office, not escorted out by security. You need to get yes. in the office <laughs> and be like, Absolutely. be like, listen, I know you gave X amount of dollars to so-and-so, but as, you know, exactly. as a, I'm going to get you, throw them under the bus. Just do what you got to do. Exactly. Although, well, I think that, I mean, I, I've got to, I mean, just between you, I, I think that probably those investors are not too happy. They probably would not be investing in a movie anytime soon. I don't blame them. I wouldn't either. It's, um, no, but it's, it's interesting. There are people like that who manage to do that with nothing. Um, I always, I found that with me, I have to start the project. I have to get it happening. And then people will down the track, come and invest and do this deal with you here. But you, you kind of have to start it off yourself. For sure. 
course, trying to get funding from America, it's like, oh, yeah, it's it's so hard. I mean, and this is why, why um, with Jodea, we cut the budget because we initially wanted, you know, a name to play Zach. And it was just really, you know, it was hard because I wasn't a name and people and then we were at the chicken egg situation with agents, which was okay, well, we'll give you this actor if you show us the money. And the investors are like, well, we'll, we, we've got money if you show us the actor, you know, and it's, and that's why so much of Hollywood operates. It's the horrible money actor, money actor. And that was, um, you know, eventually you just have to actually just say, look, let's just cut the budget and we'll get this made. Mm-hmm. And it, you're right. It's like, you're in this difficult position where it's like, I would love to show you his face but I got to pay him first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's um, exactly. And it's, um, and I, and I think at, you know, and agents are wise now to people who aren't exactly honest and stuff and people, you know, you get a lot of people who try their way around it saying, Oh, we've definitely got this actor attached, but they don't, they may have shown it to their agent and the agent said, probably said, we'll get back to you, get back to us when you've got money. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's a real, it's a horrible gamble. I hate that side of it. And so it's just, and you know, and I'd rather not waste years of my life doing it. I'd rather just, get the movie made, you know, um, that's, you know, to do it yourself. You have to do it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Jeff did a great job in the film. It's phenomenal. Um, he was absolutely, he's a, he actually auditioned for the boyfriend role. You see, we were going to get Judd Nelson was going to play Zach and Judd, um, Judd's a very dear friend of mine. He was going to do it on the small budget, but he was shooting a movie in Switzerland, um, or Austria, I can't remember where, but they ended up getting um, backlogged. They, they ended up um, getting delayed. And um, we were on a very serious time crunch because John, our director, uh, was out here on a work visa. He only had six weeks in which he could shoot the film. And then he had to be back in Australia for another movie and then another movie, and then his visa would have expired. So we literally had this window. And so when Judd got delayed, we literally, there was nothing we could do. We had to recast. And so John said, yeah, John said to me, well, let's look at the who, look at the actors who auditioned for the boyfriend role. And, you know, and then we got them to audition for Zach. And Jeff, I mean, Jeff was phenomenal. He was far and away the best. And when he auditioned for both, you know, um, and yeah, yeah, he's amazing. He's, um, yeah, yeah, a fantastic actor and a wonderful person. You said Judd Nelson, and I kind of blanked out a little bit because my little middle school, my, my little middle school heart just went, oh, <laughs> oh my God. The bad boy, the yes. bad of the 80s. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. I'm so I said hello if you see him. Oh, oh, oh you know, he, he, he's, the, he's the nicest person, the most down-to-earth, loveliest person ever. And, um, yes, and as I said, a very dear friend. We, um, yeah, and, and, you know, phenomenally talented actor. And, he, and he's also a very good writer as well. But, yeah, oh, no, he's, um, yeah, he's, he's a sweetheart. Introducing Jodea, available to watch now on Amazon and Apple TV and everywhere iTunes, um, Google Play, Tubi TV, basically most main platforms. And it's available to watch now. What is coming up next for you, madam? Um, well, uh, there's uh, I shot a pilot with another one which I wrote, which we shot earlier this year. Um, that one's not ready to start promoting yet, but it's a it's a funny. I mean, it's a I think it's a it's a funny idea for a TV series. It's kind of a uh, a bit like gemstones, but with religious Jews who are corrupt. And it's about the single Jewish scene in, in Los Angeles, which I was a big part of. Um, and about how people who are religious will basically do anything to get married. Again, it's, it's like gemstones. It's very much a dark comedy. Um, and, but it's, it's, it's kind of um, doco comedy style, like um, modern family, the sort of, so people, uh, people feel like they're there. 
you know, kind of curb your enthusiasm, modern family, that sort of, um, Kind of break that fourth wall. Break the fourth wall. That's the expression I was looking for. Yep. And you kind of feel that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're right there and you're feeling very uncomfortable, but yeah, so that, that's, um, and that's, um, you know, that one's still in post-production, but yeah, we, you know, want to start, we'll get that out there soon. Yep. That sounds exciting. And I am, I am not Jewish. I wasn't, um, I'm not of that faith or culture. I understand it just a tiny bit, but what's been represented or presented in movies and film is that marriage angle. It's constant mother looking for. Oh yes. There, you know, all that kind of hilarious. It's like, and it's funny that a guy who interviewed me yesterday, I, um, I think he's also in Florida. Yes. Um, uh, he, he, I started telling us and he just, just cracked up laughing and he just said, he said, I'm Jewish. He said, this is like the story of my life with the matchmaking, with the singles, Mm -hmm. with, um, and it's so, um, so yes, we've kind of, honestly, we brought the dark humor into it. So like we have one character who, um, is wants to get married. He's like in his mid forties and all the divorced women aren't interested. So he starts up targeting widows and starts going to funerals. And like, it's like, so it's like, there's this whole big sad funeral and he shows up and he's giving them, I mean, giving them his card and like, um, call me kind of thing. It's like, it's very inappropriate, very funny, but kind of a bit like gemstones with that sort of, um, you know, pushing the barriers of humor. So, um, yeah, that's, that's always so great when you're watching, especially comedy when you're like groaning, but laughing. Yes. It's, um, cutting and laughing. (laughs) Yes. It's, yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when I would, uh, watch family guy and I'd be like, yes, I love family guy. Well, I'd be laughing, but also saying, oh my God, he's so stupid. So that kind of, I think it will really like, I think it'll be accepted very well. I, I mean, I hope so. It just, yeah. I mean, as I just said, it's like one of those things, like, I mean, I thought it was hilarious, um, but you know, I mean, you never know. I mean, it's, everything comes down to timing. It's, it's the right time. And I mean, Gemstones definitely was the right time for that series to come out. And um, hopefully this will be too. There's so many platforms now. You're not limited. It would have been. Which, what, is, say, which is a good thing. Yeah. Hulu doesn't want it. Come on, Netflix. Exactly. It's so funny. Like, you would do a pilot just, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you had NBC, ABC, CBS, maybe some of the cable. Oh yeah. It's a, I know it's, it it was, yeah. Oh, I mean, yes. Filmmaking has changed so much. And and I think for the better for, for low budget filmmakers, definitely for the better, because it's like, you know, I mean, one of my friends was telling me, you know, when he was growing up, like back, you know, when he, when he was in film school back in the the early nineties, he was like, yeah, if you, you wanted your films to look good, you had to shoot it on 35 mil, which cost a fortune. I was like, wow. I'm so grateful for today when we just, you know, we have all the digital cameras and stuff, which can, you know, we, we, we can do with on, on shooting on nothing, you know, it's fantastic. No, but listen, you, Jodea is modeled very closely after you, I believe, because the same passion, the same drive, the same, yeah. did you also have that experience with the grandma? Yes. Well, that, yeah, that was based on my grandma a lot. Yep. Um, in fact, my, the film's dedicated to her at the <laughs> end. Um, but yeah, um, yes, I, I I am very much like Jeraya. In fact, um, John, who directed it, loves to tell the story of the day I met him. I was a an extra on one of his short films, and we hmm. were shooting at a university, no, at a military school. And he was sitting at the top of the stairs, and I was carrying a whole lot of papers. And he, as he tells the story, I, I'm the only person he's ever seen trip up 
a, pair, a, a couple of stairs, but I did. And I landed at his feet and, um, and all these papers went flying everywhere. And, um, and he said, you know, you also the only lady who's ever landed at my feet before. Um, so it became a joke with us. And I brought that, you know, into Jodea as well, but um, Jodea is much, she's much nicer than me. And she's much more naive than me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so naive as to walk into an agent's office because I'd know. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, they paranoid. They will, <laughs> you know, they'll have the cops on you, not just a security guard, you know. So she's more naive than me. But um, but yeah, yes, a lot of it is taken from me. Yeah. So I've got my little kitty cat here who wants it. To- oh, let me see. Oh, say hello. Hello. Oh she um she does this. If I go for like a, a, a what she considers too long without talking to her, she 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 wants attention. Um, what is her name? Hadass. Hadass. Oh, yeah. well, it's been an absolute honor and pleasure, and I'm joy. You, everybody, go go stream Jodea. Oh, it's so cute. It's so fun, and it does have a really good message about not giving up and not cheating on your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, absolutely absolutely yep or yep absolutely thank you and i i really it means a lot to me that you watched and that you liked it and i really appreciate that one of my favorite things in the world aside from my children is quirky fun weird beautiful independent films i mean it's one of my favorite oh thank you that's so good to hear i love it um so i take it you love napoleon dynamite i do i just have a problem <laughs> i don't like I love that teenagers <laughs> oh yeah 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 but I did, but I get, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. I get to see some of the strangest films in yes. my life. Yes. Some of the, the weirdest, coolest, these journeys, these real life documentaries, like we were talking about yours, uh, across country, um, marathon cyclist, uh, a guy that rode horseback from Canada to Brazil, you know, just, and, all of these beautiful, weird horror films, sci-fi films. You know, it's just, I'm just so lucky. Glad no, and I'm and and I and I and I respect you so much for um, following your passion. I think it's wonderful. Keep at it. No, thank you so much, and I really appreciate this. And I'm just I'm going to take down your email, and we'll um, we'll stay in touch. Absolutely. Have a wonderful night. Okay. Have a great, have a great weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Miss Chloe. Bye.